Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to BrainStuff from HowStuffWorks.com, where smart happens. Hi, I'm Marshall Brain with today's question. What is cyber warfare and what tools do cyber warriors use? Over the past year, we've been hearing a great deal about cyber warfare. The Pentagon talks about it, and it's also come up in relation to WikiLeaks, China, and Iran. Cyber warfare comes in many forms and is interesting because the battleground is so different from a traditional battleground. Cyber warfare is essentially invisible to most people, and the combatants can, in theory, be just about anyone in any part of the world. Even though it's unseen and silent, however, it can still be quite destructive. 
Cyber warfare occurs on and through the Internet and other computer networks. The goal is to attack servers on the Internet, the infrastructure of the Internet, or things controlled by machines communicating through networks. It can be as simple as flipping a switch or as complicated as a grandmaster's chess game. The best way to understand cyber warfare is to look at some examples. The simplest example looks more like spying and less like war, but can have big effects. It involves breaking into a computer to steal information. Imagine, for example, that all the plans for the D-Day attack in World War II had been stolen. The enemy would have known exactly when, where, and how the attack would unfold and could mount its defenses with complete confidence. It would have been a catastrophe. In the 21st century, just about everything is stored on computers, and in many cases, these computers can be accessed from anywhere in the world. If you have the right password, you can log in and start browsing. Cyber soldiers can discover passwords by guessing, by using dictionary attacks, by using social engineering, or by accessing backdoors. An example of a backdoor might be a well-known account intended to be used for tech support when machines are being installed, but then never gets deleted. Another example would be data interception. Data flows between people and machines on the Internet, either through radio waves, wires, or optical cables. Data flowing through all three of these media can be intercepted and copied. Ideally, sensitive data would all be encrypted so that this type of attack is pointless, but some things we commonly use, like traditional email, are not encrypted in any way, and sometimes encryption can be broken and the data revealed. Another cyber warfare tactic was used shortly after the founder of WikiLeaks was arrested. Allies of WikiLeaks started attacking different entities perceived to be threatening to WikiLeaks. Several large financial companies saw their servers fail. These attacks are called Distributed Denial of Service, or DDoS, attacks. The idea is to overwhelm Internet servers with so much traffic that they can't possibly respond to all of it. Often, DDoS attacks are launched by botnets, collections of thousands of ordinary computers that have been compromised by computer viruses so that other people can control their actions. It's also possible to imagine thousands of people doing the same kind of thing by acting together in a coordinated way. Speaking of viruses, these computer invaders represent another way to break into an Internet server. If a machine is compromised by a virus or a worm, it would allow someone to copy out data on that machine or log all the keystrokes typed into the machine, which would include account names and passwords. One of the most amazing worms seen to date is called Stuxnet. Apparently, it's a cyber warfare tool designed to damage certain types of industrial machinery, and it's specifically thought to be directed at Iran's ability to enrich uranium. The virus attacks computers that control machines found in factory settings. The existence of Stuxnet opens up all kinds of possibilities. It's easy to imagine people or viruses that attack Internet-connected power grids, drinking water supplies, traffic lights, trucking networks, and so on, and bringing parts of society to a standstill. For that matter, it's easy to imagine attacks on anything connected to the Internet. This is one of the unknowns of cyber warfare. It's so new that no one really knows how far it can go. We're sure to find out some of the unexpected possibilities in the not-too-distant future. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. 
And don't forget to check out the BrainStuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. You can also follow BrainStuff on Facebook or Twitter at BrainStuffHSW. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.